Whew. Hi, good evening. I'm back. Seemed like I was gone forever, but it was only just four days. Welcome to another episode of the Daily Mind. I am your host. Good to be back. You know, job related stuff. For those who know, you know, hey, it is what it is, right? It's part of the job. And you know what? It gave me a chance to kind of step away from the show, watch the numbers go up or down, depending. You know what I mean? So, happy with that i'm happy to be back and um putting out more shows more episodes that's what this is all about right so <clears throat> technically today would be the first day of the week for me in terms of new episodes so that means yep it's news out of a hat now i've been looking at the numbers it seems like for some reason people like news out of a hat i don't know i think it's funny I think it's just a funny take on a lot of news and a little bit of seriousness too it's not like cnn or fox or whatever you your poison is right because I mean, it's just poison but nonetheless it's just a funny take on the news right <clears throat> and there's been a lot of stuff going on especially the four days that have been absent right uh one story i guess that caught my mind i don't know if you guys are tracking but um the uh, power outage in north carolina um yeah it looks like it was an act of sabotage so um, apparently somebody went around very close to the Fort Bragg area and was shooting up substations. They found evidence of gun that somebody have used uh, a gun, maybe more than one person, and just shot up the substation, causing significant damage, leaving people literally in the dark as we speak right now. Especially it happened to affect a lot of people in the military community over there. So you can see how that's kind of affecting things like readiness and all this other stuff i'll take a little quick look at this real quick now the electric company that runs that area is duke energy for those who are familiar with the area fayetteville and fayetteville if you will whatever you want to call it they run the show so i'm going to read a little excerpt from it right uh now this is tens of thousands of people in the dark as we speak it's cold. I know it's crazy. Um, headline, tens of thousands still in the dark after targeted attacks on North Carolina power, power substations. With no suspects or motive announced, the FBI is joining the investigation into the power outages in the North Carolina County, believed to have been caused by, quote, an intentional and, quote, targeted attacks on substations that left around 40,000 people in the dark Saturday night, prompting a curfew and an emergency declaration. <clears throat> Excuse me. The mass outage in Moore County turned into a criminal investigation when responding utility crews found signs of potential vandalism of equipment at different sites, including two substations that have been damaged by gunfire. <laughs> According to the Moore County Sheriff's Office, quote, they said the person or persons who did this knew exactly what they were doing. Moore County Sheriff Ronnie Field said during a Sunday news conference, quote, we don't have a clue why Moore County. It's pretty much, you know, where it is. I mean, it's within the vicinity of Fort Bragg. A lot of 82nd dudes and SF dudes apparently live in that area. I mean, let's take a guess here. I mean, I don't want to jump to the conclusion of DT, domestic terrorism, but I mean, maybe it could have been anything. It could have been a disgruntled employee. could have been somebody who got their lights cut off and was just mad at the power company. Or maybe it was a threat against the military. We, we really don't know. I've heard, never heard of anything like this. I never heard of an electric substation being damaged the way it has been damaged. I mean, it's kind of like crazy, the bizarre, like, you know, just somebody driving around, you know, with a gun of whatever caliber and just shoot up a substation. I mean, out of all the things, thank God it wasn't people, but nonetheless, uh, just shoot up a substation. I mean, can you imagine if this was done on Christmas Eve? You know how like heartbreaking that would be? I mean, 
I don't know how to fathom. I, I really hope they find how, why would somebody do this? I'm telling you, nowadays, you just don't know anymore. You really do not know. And people who you know or whatever, they'll surprise the hell out of you. You'd be surprised what the motive is for things like this or why people do what they do. Somebody could have just did this out of straight fucking boredom. Listen, if I'm bored, one of two things I'm doing, watching TV or playing COD. I'm not going to go shoot up a substation because I might turn my own damn lights out in the process. Like, how stupid can you be, right? All right. And then celebrity news, like, you know, we lost two celebrities back to back, Christy Alley and even today, Judge Mills Lane, or as he known as Mills Lane, the famous referee, you know, the whole let's get it on. Remember from Celebrity Deathmatch and whatnot? He just passed away today at 85. I Listen, I haven't seen so many celebrities pass. Since 2000, I think 2016 was a really hard one. I think a lot of celebrities we lost um, in 2016, but I don't know, man. It's like 2022 is just in December, the last month, just taking them out, man. Like, I mean, I never knew Christy Alley was, uh, oh, excuse me. I never knew she was battling cancer. She kept it secret, right? She kept it away for a while. Remember, she used to do those um, weight loss commercials. And of course, she's known famously from uh, television show Cheers which I believe went from like 83 to like 92, had a really long run. And then look who's talking, look who's talking too. Yep, you remember those? That was her. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's quite sad, man. Like we look at celebrities, we don't, we, I don't know, we don't look at them as everyday people because I mean, people die every day, right? As celebrities, we look at them as almost immortal. Like, you know, there's no way that they can die kind of deal, but then we forget that they're human too, right? It's just something to think about, man. And it's crazy. You just never know, man. You just never know when your number is called. If it's called, it is what it is. You got to do what you got to do. All right, let's see what else is going on in the world because, um, oh, here's here's a funny one. So um, this woman, right, she says, quote, I'm too pretty to work. Fuck getting up at 6 a.m. every day for 60 years. This is according to the New York Post. In the world of influencers, only fans, right? People are just like, don't want to work anymore to a point. Now there's people that do want to work. I don't want to put that out there. Like people don't want to work, but there are people that's just like, you know what? I can make more money doing modeling or being an influencer or only fans. And you know what? It's the damn truth because it is crazy as it sounds. Do you blame the person or do you blame the audience? Cause people pay for anything. It's the people that keep these people paid. Right? So I'm going to read a little excerpt from this, right? From New York post. Um, I just read the headline. Um, it says, forget nine to five. She's a 10 out of 10. A young TikToker, yep, here we go, is ready to give up rigorous of gainful employment, saying she just, quote, too pretty to bother with a job. Lucy Welcher, a social media influencer, more than 10 million TikTok likes, made the bold declaration in a recent video that has fiercely divided the internet. She quote on saying, I do not want to work for the rest of my life. The blonde brazenly started out at the outset of her viral clip, quote, does it look like I want to get up at 6 a.m. every fucking day for the next 60 years? No, I'm too pretty for that. Welch subsequently snapped before taking a sassy sip of her iced coffee. Viewers were quick to chime in with their own thoughts, with many slamming the self-confident content creator, labeling her lazy and entitled. Now I'm looking at her. She looks basic. She's pretty mid. I guess that's what you kids say, mid, right? She has nothing to sit there and be like, man, I'm mean, like, listen, you need to go and find you a job. Okay, listen, beauty and all this, like, you can lose all that in one day. Like, I mean, okay, you're making money, you're young, 
And I get it. You know, since the pandemic, a lot of people weren't able to work. And believe it or not, OnlyFans increased. TikTok numbers increased. People found had to find ways to make money. They couldn't go back to work. And they're like, man, I can make more money just being at home, being me. I don't even got to go to work. And this is a crazy situation. Like, this is for real, for real. There's people quitting, like, top-tier professions saying it's not enough. You know, I can make more money doing TikTok. Or I can make more money doing OnlyFans. Because people do pay for content of feet. The people pay to see feet, um, unclean underwear, and whatever you think you can, you can put out there as content, somebody. There's an audience for everything. So I don't know. So the internet is divided with this one. <clears throat> you know, what do you think? What do you guys think? Like, I mean, hey, she's going to do what she's going to do. But just know, you know, that that's not going to last very long. You know what I mean? It's going to get a point. Something, God forbid, happens to you. You know, you get burned in the face or whatever or something crazy that kind of ruins that beauty. Then, you, like, what are you going to do now? You know what I mean? You got to have something to fall back on. You know, eventually you're going to get, you know, wrinkle and shit. What are you going to do then? Botox? I mean, I don't know, man. Look, she's young, right? She'll figure it out. Let's just give her a try, right? Give her a try. All right, so I'm going to move on because that, that shit's just blowing my mind right now. Um, this watch is going off. What the hell is going on? Let me stop that watch real quick. Oh, no, fuck it. It stopped on its own. All right, so we're back. All right, so let's see what else we got. Um, <clears throat> tell you, there's always something, man. Some crazy stuff. <laughs> tell you, man, so TikTok is, inf- like, the social like, influencer is a thing. It is a thing. People are making money off of. It is absolutely a thing. I mean, I'll be damned. <laughs> I'll be damned. All right, let's see what else we got. Um. What is going on here? Yep, Judge. Okay, Judge Mills Lane. Yep, we already know he passed away. Um, at 85, crazy enough, lived a long, crazy life, right? Uh, let's see what else we got here. Let's see. I'm trying to find something. Okay, I just got back, and believe me, I haven't even slept in like damn near four days. So I'm really trying here um while we got some time we got 20 minutes i'm sorry i just already started the show and this thing is already like 10 minutes in like man where does these episodes go maybe perhaps i need to start doing some longer episodes maybe i don't know that's to be determined as if if the content and the numbers are right yeah i could probably expand increase the show right um come on give me a story give me something let's see let's see because i don't want to waste all this time dragging looking for a story because that's how people get bored. And now the breaking news is the Trump organization is convicted of criminal tax fraud. Now, whatever side of the fence you're on, you want to see this man live or burn, right? And it seems like most people and most media outlets are out for blood for this guy. Anything associated with that name, people want to see it fall. So this came as breaking news across all news outlets um, that his organization is convicted of criminal tax fraud. Right. They found him. They found not him, but the own company guilty on all counts related to an alleged 15 year tax fraud scheme. All right. And people are celebrating like this, like like he's going to jail himself. He's not going to jail. Nobody's going to jail. Like they're just going to pay their fines and move on. Quote. All right. Here we go. Um, A Manhattan jury has found two Trump organization companies guilty on multiple charges of criminal tax fraud and falsifying business records connected to a 15-year scheme to defraud tax authorities by 
failing to report and pay taxes on compensation for top executives. The Trump Corp and the Trump Payroll Corp, I never heard of these fucking companies before, were found guilty of all charges they faced. Uh, Donald Trump and his family were not charged in the case, but the former president was mentioned repeatedly during the trial by prosecutors about his connection to the benefits doled out to certain executives, including company-funded apartments, car leases, and personal expenses. So the organization could face a maximum of 100, I mean, I'm sorry, $1.6 million fines when sentenced. I mean, what the hell? Like, that's it? That's it. You, the man's gonna be all right. He said he has nothing to do with it. I don't know. I mean, I never heard of the Trump Corp. But again, this guy has a lot of different enterprises. He's got his hands and everything. I mean, listen. Like I said, people are gonna they're gonna pay the fines and keep it moving. That's it. This isn't Trump going to jail. He's not going to jail. Okay. I just I don't know. You gotta read. You gotta read sometimes when anything associated with Trump. It's just people want to just just destroy that man i mean jeez man i don't know hey listen i i'm neutral in politics all right i'm kind of in the middle right the moderate right i don't you know i listen to both sides but man it, it could get messy that's that's some messy shit i mean but the, come on he, he's got way more money than that 1.6 million he can make that probably in one day right i mean it doesn't really make a difference right all right let's see uh while we got some time here let's look up some uh no, we're not reading about Ukraine. I'm just tired of hearing about it. I'll be completely honest with you. Uh, let's see. Oh, I know you guys have been following this. The two news anchors um, that that is having a, an affair, even though while still married, but although this like supposedly separate, right? You know, from Good Morning America, uh, the two anchors, Amy Robach and TJ Holmes, right? Now, they publicly came out on television about their relationship. Mind you, they're still married to other people, right? Now, if you follow ABC, ABC American Broadcasting Corporation is owned by Disney. So you honestly think that that Disney is going to allow this on a family-oriented platform? Adultery? Absolutely not. So there was a debate. I guess they were trying to figure out whether they should keep these two together or just fire them both. Apparently, they both got dropped from ABC for their act. Now, people are sitting there saying, like, you know, they're adults. You know, let them be the First of all, they put their business out there publicly, number one. Number two, they work for a corporation who is ran by a mouse named Mickey, and it is a family-oriented platform, family-oriented show. How does that, you know, a Disney's like, well, this doesn't go with our core values. Well, there you go, right? They don't support adultery, all right? That's just what it is, right? I'm going to read a little bit of that story real quick. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. <clears throat> Amy Robach and TJ Holmes, co-hosts of ABC News' Good Morning America 3, have been taken off the air following the public disclosure of a romantic relationship network. I mean, relationship network president, president Kim Godwin announced to staffers on Monday morning, according to a person familiar with the matter, quote, I'm going to talk about something that has been an internal and an external distraction. The relationship between two of our colleagues, Godwin said. And so I want to say that while the relationship is not a violation of company policy, I have really taken the last few days to think about the work through what I think is best for ABC News organization. And so for now, I'm going to take Amy and TJ off the air while we figure this out. Okay, so there's a contradiction there. Um, It says it's not in violation of company policy, but right, it's just like we have to take them off the air for now because Disney's not going to allow that shit. At all, big 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 Mickey down there in Florida was like, oh, you know what? No, get them away. Like, no, get get them the fuck out. Like, 
because you got to take into account too is that <clears throat> people who watch this show and we're talking people of all ages but predominantly middle-aged and elderly people watch good morning america i'm not i'm not gonna hold you we, we know you guys watch this right and what do you think these people who grew up on certain, like certain wholesome values in different times are going to think about watching two people who are still married to other people together on a TV show? It's just not going to look good. So this is like bad PR for ABC. They're going to probably have to find new hosts and whatnot. I mean, the, the, the Internet is divided on it right now. Personally, my take on it is. I mean, look, they came out publicly and said this right i give them some i give them kudos for that because that took a lot of brass right so they did that boom i'd say keep them on the air it could bring ratings but other people are like no it's disgusting now i don't not listen adultery is a big no of course right and you got to take it from the network's perspective and you know they're trying to save face right disney is a family company it's a family oriented business they're trying to save face that is not what they want to do that is not what they want to be associated with so you got to take take it from that side too they're adults yes they can do what they do right that's just what it is but you know big mickey in florida is going to be like oh not a chance and then that's we're going to go from there right so hell best of luck to both of them i guess i mean listen man i i have a motto i hope you guys follow Never dip your pen in company ink, ever, ever. I, workplace relationships do not work. Uh, in that case, I don't know. But typically, they're dangerous. <laughs> they're dangerous. Somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody's going to get jealous. Just don't. Stick your pen or whatever in something else, right? So, all right, so I'm going to move on with another story, right? Um, oh, another Bill Cosby story. Yeah, let's click that real quick. Jesus Christ, Bill. All right, so, hey, um, this is as of today. Five women sue Bill Cosby for sexual assault and abuse under new New York look-back law. Okay, this is the first time I've heard of a look-back law, right? But let's see. Let's dig in a little bit while we got some time, right? Um, two former actresses on, quote, the, the Cosby show, the actual Cosby show, are among five women who filed a lawsuit against Bill Cosby in New York State Court on Monday, accusing him of sexual assault and abuse dating back decades, right? The 34-page lawsuit is bought by the actress... Lily Bernard and Eden Turrell, as well as Jewel Gittins, Jennifer Thompson, and Sindra Ladd. The suit names as defendants Cosby and the media po- uh, companies, NBC, Kaufman, Astoria Studios, and the Carsey Werner Company, which together ran the show from 84 to 92. The suit accuses Cosby of assault, battery, and infliction of emotional distress, and false imprisonment, and accuses the media companies of negligence. Quote, Each plaintiff was sexually assaulted and battered by defendant Bill Cosby in the same or similar manner when he used his power, fame, and prestige, including the power, fame, and prestige given to him by the defendants to misuse his enormous power and suit in such a nefarious and horrific way. Now these five plaintiffs have come forward to stand up. Now I'm going to go in a little bit and find out what this new law is about um, because that's really interesting. Um... It was filed under what's called the New York's Adult Survivors Act, passed last month, which gives adult survivors of sexual abuse a one-year window to sue their abusers, even if the statute of limitations on the claims have expired. That's big. That means after the fact, statute of limitations, let's say it was like 20 years, you have an opportunity to go after your attacker and sue them. And this is new. This is big. This is, this is, this is big. 
Um, the law mirrors the state's child's victims act, which similarly opened a two year window for child sex abuse survivors to sue their abusers. Okay. Look, I don't listen. Everybody grew up with the Cosby show, right? Everybody grew up with jello pudding and, and fucking pudding pops and all that stuff. And seen this man wear these cardigan sweaters and was like the most um, America's dad. Right. And it's crazy because now you look at him and you're like, what? you would have never thought it was such a facade. Right. But I mean, we, we don't know what happened. Like I wasn't there. I wasn't even born yet, but you know, again, I, I don't, I don't know what to make of this. This man is in his eighties. He he's going to be gone soon. I don't even know how much more you can do to this man. All right. He's in his eighties. Right. I, I don't know. Like the man's he's got money. Of course he's got money, but at the same time, like you'll get your closure. Right. You know what I mean? It's, Sexual assault, survival, like, that sticks with you for the rest of your life, right? All jokes aside. You know what I mean? And as far as Bill, like, all his, his, mm, sometimes you don't know. I told you, I said it earlier in the show, people will surprise the hell out of you. The Jello man surprised the hell out of everybody when this came about, right? Now, people might just be like, oh, you know, they're just trying to get money. And other people are like, what took him so long? And then other people are like, oh, he could never do that. So you got people just all over the place in regards about this man like i don't know you we really don't know this man we just know what we see on tv right we really don't know you really don't know someone even the person you're married with you really are never going to know exactly who they are ever and you can be married to them for 30 40 years you still don't know everything about them i promise you promise you all right let's see i got about 10 minutes um let's see i'm kind of fired up today i'm tired i've been up for like probably 24 hours just about, but I, I got a lot of energy because I love coming back to this podcast and just putting it out there. News out of a hat is one of my favorite segments, right? <laughs> I don't know why. It's just, as I read these, the commentary is just uh, a bit animated, if you will. Um, this is a sad story um, for those air, air um, aircraft geeks like myself. The very last 747 jumbo jet is about to roll off the assembly line. Yes, the queen of the skies is coming to an end. This jet has been built since the 1960s, and it was it was the plane that helped coin the term jumbo jet. Well, now the final one is rolling off for good. We'll probably never see another four-engine plane like that again for a while, right? So I'll read it real quick. After 53 years and more than 1,500 planes, the last Boeing 747 is set to roll off the assembly line in Washington State today on its way to serve sadly as a cargo plane not even a passenger plane a cargo plane the once groundbreaking jumbo jet with the distinctive second floor bulge is perhaps the most noticeable and popular plane boeing has ever built it was even big enough to be used to ferry the space shuttle from landing strips in california to its site in florida and it is set to launch a new type of spacecraft by virgin galactic as soon as next week uh the 747 was once the choice of the rich and the glamorous and even royalty Many movies, including the 1973 James Bond classic, Live and Let Die, feature the plane or sets to make it look like the first class lounge on its upper level. It still served as Air Force One, and two already assembled planes are undergoing work right now to be transformed into the next generation of Air Force One. I mean, this plane is just majestic. I don't know if you've ever been on a 747. I have. Or if you've ever flown one. Flown, I mean, see one fly. It's just a beautiful bird, man. I mean, that's when we were at our peak of American ingenuity back in those days. That's when we were like building stuff and we took um we took pride in what we did. Nowadays, I don't know what the fuck we're doing nowadays. I really don't know what we're doing anymore. Our innovation, 
everything's gone. That's for another story, though. But yeah, farewell to the 747. It's just unfortunate that it's a cargo plane as the very last plane. I would have thought maybe an airline, but airlines are, you know, now you got two engine planes that can fly almost as far and as fast as a four engine plane. I mean, the Airbus, they got the A380. That thing is a behemoth, but man, the money that it took to modify airports and runways and stuff just for that plane, it's almost like it wasn't even worth it, honestly. But, you know, hey, farewell to the 747. You never know. We might see it again in some capacity. Hopefully not as an electric plane. I don't even, Electric planes just don't even sound right. All right, so hey, let's see what we got here. I got about a few more minutes, and I'm going to wrap it up. A lot of energy today, a lot of energy. Uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, this one got this one caught me off guard, right? This story is coming out of Philadelphia, right? Crime is out of control. This gas station owner is fed up. So what does he do? He hires his own heavily armed guards to protect this business. Let's get into that real quick because the thumbnail on it is pretty badass. Like he works from some sort of shadow company, the guy standing outside. Um, <clears throat> a Philadelphia gas station owner fed up with the, inc- the incessant crime threatening his employees and customers hired heavily armed security guards to watch over his business. I don't know what kind of money you make at a gas station to hire something like that, but man, you got to be desperate and things got to be so out of control for that. Neil Patel, operator of Carco Gas Station at Broad and Clearfield Streets in North Philadelphia, recruited Pennsylvania's SITE agents, site, uh, clad with Kevlar vests and AR-15s or shotguns. Quote, they are forcing us to hire the security, high-level security, state-level. Wow, that's a lot. Patel told Fox 29, quote, we are tired of this nonsense, robbery, drug trafficking, hanging around, and gangs. Uh, the final straw for Patel came after he said his business was vandalized by young people and an ATM machine was stolen. His car was also a casualty of the crime around the area. Quote, we wear Kevlar. We are trained. My guards go to training every other week. They're proficient with their guns and with their taser. They know the law. Uh, the decision to beef up security has been me- has been uh, met with mixed reactions from neighbor- neighbors and residents. Uh, quote, <clears throat> I listened to them, but according to some people, violent people, they carry the guns. They're not afraid of them. This is protection for the neighborhood and the customers, Patel said. But since hiring the guards, he claims his business has been free of loitering and other crime. As much as I applaud this, this can go wrong in so many ways. Because these guys from this place called Sight, Let's just say they kill some random kid who thought was coming after them or whatever. How does that look? Who, who, who's responsible for that? Is it the gas station attendant or the agency to which these guys come from, right? I mean, listen, I'm not going to hold you. Crime is out of control, man. It makes me sometimes be skeptical of even going back to New York City just to visit. But I got family, so I got to visit. But, I mean, you got to take into account. In some cases, people people like defund the police, defund the police, and people are just like, man, you know, f the police, and people are just like, they need the police, but the police can't be everywhere at any time. They're not like superheroes with capes. They can't be everywhere at every single moment. So people are going to be taking up two arms, or it's coming up with ways to protect themselves. Right now, as a taxpayer, you figure the police will be everywhere, but that's not the case, and they're human too. So I mean, like, let's be real. Right. Like, yeah. So, I mean, this guy is just like, you know what? We're, I'm done. I'm going to hire my own shadow company to to make sure my shit is safe. Hey, you got to protect your investment. You got to protect your investment. Right. That's just what it is. OK, I'm going to try to sneak in one more 
and then I'm done. I'm eventually I'm gonna like lengthen the shows. It's a little bit extra work, but you know the platform to which I'm on only gives me a half hour off the beat. But I will have to do a separate recording, and it has to be longer than 30 minutes, and then upload it. But if I get more numbers and I get requests for it, I'll go ahead and 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 lengthen the show, for sure. Yeah, but you know, half hour. I don't want to like bore you guys with a lot of talk in an hour and change. You know, so I like to do. I just like to keep it quick. Um, I got nothing else. I'm like, give me another story. Something crazy. Uh, okay. I don't want to hear see anything about no hot dog. Speaking of which, a man was literally rob for his hot dog in new york city i'm not kidding you for those who have the app citizen it came up on citizen that a man was robbed of a hot dog at gunpoint and you know what it, the shit was true there was an actual video i mean gunpoint knife point for a hot dog and the guy literally came up to him on a clear ass camera and he took the half he threatened the dude and took his half eaten hot dog and ran away this is new york city okay known for the hot dog or the glizzy right I've never heard of anything so brazen and stupid that people are going around stealing hot dogs out of other people's hands. This is why people are higher armed guards for stupid stuff like this. Hey, listen, I'm done. Um, thanks for listening to another podcast episode of the daily mind um, news out of a hat. One of my favorite segments. All right. Um, there will be an episode tomorrow um, getting into this week and whatnot. So um, I do appreciate everyone listening and I hope everyone here has a great night. And if you have missed episodes, there's a plethora of episodes. And we're about to get into epi- um, episode, <clears throat> get into season three. We'll see what that has in store, right? Maybe I might finally have some guests. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening. You guys have a great evening. We'll do it again tomorrow. Ciao.